0: morning good morning good morning well i guess it is close to the afternoon but i want to thank you for joining me on episode number 17 of the race is not given before i start on the topic today i do want to thank you for your patience For it has been about a month since I've been on, but I had to take some time, as you're going to notice in the topic, to be poured into myself. So in this episode, we're going to talk about, Lord, what about my cup? Lord, what about my cup? And when we think about certain things, when we think about certain things, the reality of the matter is, we, especially as leaders and those that are in the vein of ministry, we do a lot of counseling, a lot of encouraging, a lot of uplifting, But in that, somewhere down the road, we miss the opportunity to be poured into. And it's very important, though, that you are poured into because you're constantly giving, giving, giving. And those you know, just even in the natural, Even if you're driving a car and you're going long distances, you have to replenish the gas or the fuel. And even if it is a Tesla or an electrical vehicle, at some point you have to come and plug it back into a source so that it can be replenished. And one thing that I want to talk about in this episode is being careful, being very careful who you allow to pour into your life. I was listening to a gentleman. uh, He's a bishop and doctor. And he was doing a study on witches. And when we think about witches and or witchcraft, as he stated, we think about bones and nose, flying on brooms and you know, Wicca and all this other stuff and these traditional aspects of witchcraft. But we have to understand that the devil is very crafty and very cunning. And he is able to bring different characteristics from different people and place them before you and disguise them, mask them, as help meets as helpers as uplifters as encouragers but the reality is they're spewing their venom in everything that you do everything that you want to accomplish here it is they are more excited about about what's happening to you in the flesh and from a lustful perspective, from a worldly standpoint, then really taking account of what God is doing in your life. When we think about when Jesus first saw or met the disciples, he tells them, throw down your net, pick up your cross, and follow me what does that mean that means that this walk though he has you know uh, cattle on a thousand hills he has houses and many mansions and you know he has all of these things which are in heaven and are awaiting us Jesus even says as we talked about it that he has come that we might live life and live it more abundantly But as we begin to research that, we must understand that abundance is not particularly about finances. Spiritually, we shall have an abundance, abundance of his Holy Spirit, abundance of his grace, abundance of his mercy, abundance of his love, abundance of him. But I'm sure you're asking, why am I mentioning mentioning all this? When we become Christians, we are so overjoyous in the, 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 the emerging of love and the submerging of grace and mercy and the love of God that has come over us, that we fail to realize that this walk is not an easy walk. And so because it's not an easy walk it's very important, very important that you are very cautious of who does this walk with you. If everyone that you look up to or everyone that you confide in are always saying yes to every idea, yes to every statement, yes to every action that you do, I would question it. There has to be some type of pushback. And when I say pushback, just not agreeing 100% with the direction that we want to go in. That's human. To be able to say, uh, I don't know about that. Why don't you try A, B, C, or D? But if everyone that you bring an idea to, make a statement to, and they're all 100% on board, and not one person winks their eye and looks like, ugh, I don't know if I can run with that. I would question the alliance that that person has. I do wanna read one scripture. And I have a couple more for down the road as I begin to close. But this is Exodus chapter 17, verses 12 through 14. Again, Exodus chapter 17, verses 12 through 14. And this is really a scripture so you can get an understanding the type of people that you need around you. Starting at verse 12, it says, when Moses's arms grew tired. Aaron and her brought a stone for him to sit on while they stood beside him and held up his arms, holding them steady until the sun went down. Verse 13. In this way, Joshua totally defeated the Amalekites. Verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, write an account of this victory so that it will be remembered tell Joshua that I will completely destroy the Amalekites. gonna read verse 12 again. It says, when Moses' arms grew tired, Aaron and Hur brought a stone for him to sit on while they stood beside him and held up his arms, holding them steady until the sun went down when you look at that how many errands and or hers do you have in your life how many people do you have that are willing to hold your arms up to be there for you in the battle not saying be your yes man not saying agreeing to everything that you do or say but being there as an accountability as strength as wisdom as guidance as hope as comfort. See, they brought him first a stone for him to sit on, so they made him comfortable. Then they accommodated him because who can stretch their arms out and hold them endlessly without getting tired? So once they made him comfortable, then they gave him strength. They upheld his arms because we know the story as Moses's arms would fall, the children of Israel would lose. But as long as his arms were up, victory was imminent. So as we think about Lord, what about my cup? What about my cup? Every time that I go to work or every time I'm in the grocery store, Every time I'm in this place and that place, those are in school, every time I'm at school, I not only have to worry about the things that I have to take care of, my homework, my schedule, my projects, my family, my life, the life of ministry, the life of my church, the life of the people that follow me, and yet here we go, comes another person out of the clear blue, and it's like another blow hit because it's, what about my cup? So I ask you, what are you doing to replenish? Showing my age, I remember when Gatorade first hit the scene, quenching of the thirst. It replenished the electrolytes and the vitamins and the hydration in your body. So you would drink this Gatorade. And the concept is that you will feel rejuvenated once again. So what are some of the ways that you can replenish your cup? I will say number one is worship. There's nothing like a good session of worship where in spite of all your infirmities, and in, in spite of all the trials and tribulations, in spite of all the problems, in spite of every prayer that you ask that you have not yet seen to be answered, but you worship him in spirit and in truth. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. There's something about The concept of worship. It is said that even when you're in a state of worship, the devil is not able to penetrate so that he cannot come in. He cannot trick you. He cannot coerce you. He cannot bombard you. He cannot overtake you. When you're in the process of worship. Number two. Reading the word of God. We always talk about hearing God's voice and we think that it's going to be this this robust, audible voice that is going to pierce down from heaven and speak right into our eardrums. And the, the ground is going to shake. Things are going to move and lights are going to start flashing and we're going to see angels and hear horns. And then thus saith the Lord. That's movie. The reality of the matter is when you get into the word of God. And you seek him in spirit and in truth. And you pray that the Holy Spirit opens up your eyes and ears and your heart that you might receive the word. The answers that you are seeking shall be uncovered in the word of God. And number three, finding someone, a church, accountability partner, an ally, that's not your yes man or your yes woman. That's not going to agree to every little foolish nonsense that pops out of your mouth, but are gonna hold you accountable. Are you reading your word? Are you seeking understanding? Are you asking God to send the Holy Spirit that it might guide and direct you? The word of God has been around since the beginning. So it has seen every phase, every facet, every turn, every area of life. So why not trust it we all know heaven and earth shall fall away but his word shall never come back void and before i begin to close things up i do want to read just a couple more scriptures just a couple more scriptures that really just make sense and speak to what we're talking about and how we can get replenished So the first one is Psalms 103, verse 5. Psalms 103, verse 5, which says, He fills my life with good things. My mouth is renewed like the eagles. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalms 81 verse 10, Psalms 81 verse 10. And it says, for it was I, the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. For it was I, the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things i pray that this touches someone i pray that you begin to hear and understand i pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened i pray that you seek the holy ghost and it feels you and it directs you and it guides you i pray that you get into a stable church home if you're not i pray that you find friends that are going to hold you accountable and you them as well not just say yes to every bit of nonsense that comes to our mind. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked. So before I leave, I just pray, Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And as I'm asking Lord, what about my cup? I rest on Psalms 103 verse five. He fills my life with good things, my youth, is renewed like the eagle and psalms eighty-one, ten. for it was i the lord your god who rescued you from the land of egypt open your mouth wide and i will fill it with good things i promise you guys i won't be gone as long again i just had to take some time away to actually get perspective on my life but thank you for once again listening to episode 17 of the race isn't given lord what about my cup pray that you guys have a great day may the blessings of the lord go with you may the lord protect you may the lord fill you may the lord love you and keep you and may he show you his ways thank you for joining me guys i love you in the name of the father son and the precious holy ghost thanking god i say amen